Hey, bitches. Welcome back to That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. We're your hosts, Kevin Ie, and we have a lot of opinions that are, well, unpopular. Were you, like, worried about the timing or something at the beginning there, Ie? Well, the clock wasn't starting, so I was waiting for it to hit uno. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you were like, uh, 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 I almost jumped in. Oh, well, that's I was waiting for it to hit one. So, well, all of our listeners here don't need to worry about our logistics. True, um, as we talk about them already too much. So I know. what is going on, IE? We are pumping up the enthusiasm. Today is Wednesday. Feels we, like the longest we, week in we existence. It's Wednesday. It's a, sh- it's a short week, but it's truly one of the longest weeks of my life. Um, but How you was know your what? big gonna... holiday weekend, IE? It was incredible like i just was so thankful for the presidents and just every everyone out there did you see it um like people were calling it washington's birthday rather than president's day so isn't that what it technically is is it but what is it supposed to be called president's day or washington's birthday i mean i think like the original like they made it whatever day it was because it's washington's birthday also like but also it's always on a monday so i don't know i think we need to just like cancel out presidents like one through 45 bill clinton i don't know (laughs) even bill clinton um yeah we could just like pick up now i don't really know obama's fine fresh Anyway, yeah, it was a it was a fine weekend um, in Arlington. Did you have any big Valentine's Day, Virginia? Situations? Well, actually, um, on Valentine's Day, Kush and I we did the TikTok Target challenge. Oh, you know where you is? like go in and pick something? Like, <laughs> yeah, like they you pick the food and they pick the movie or something. Yeah, so we we picked like four categories of items and then we like ran around target and then we like exchanged them <laughs> it was kind of it was so a fun what activity. were the items so we did favorite we did like a favorite snack a favorite candy um something in their favorite color and something that reminds you of them what reminded you of Kush? <laughs> I was having trouble Pokemon. with that. Like I was having trouble with that category, but I bought I bought him this book that I have and like we couldn't find on the Kindle, so we're going to read this book. Um and then oh, that's good book club. I book thought you club. were saying like people on a date will go to um Target oh, no, and be I... like you pick the food, I'll pick the There's the, also that other one that people like you do rock paper scissors and then whoever wins like you pick yes. like this is where you're getting like breakfast like this is where you're getting lunch or whatever that's a different one right yeah we i think the target challenge is like a little bit older but i don't know it was oh. a, it wasn't yeah yeah so that was my big valentine's so day what did, what did kush get for you 
Um, he got me a one pound bag of Sour Patch Kids. Um, some salt you like and vinegar. Sour Patch Kids that much? That's really the only candy I like. <laughs> um, and then salt and vinegar chips, amazing. Salt and vinegar chips, yeah. What brand? Do you know? Sea salt, the Cape Cod sea salt. Yeah. Keep Cape Cod, yeah. Yeah. Um did they not have then, Zap Zappos? No. Um, and then he got me <laughs> a um a Brita water bottle, like a stainless steel one for the color. Nice. And then for the he got me this like murder <laughs> this like murder game. Wait, what for- color was it? It's like a oh you get do you know my favorite color? Purple? <laughs> no. I don't know. Yellow? No. Red? <laughs> what is it? Like turquoise. What? Since <laughs> when has that ever been your favorite color? You thought my favorite color was purple? I like purple. That doesn't mean I have to like purple. (laughs) You can't just like pick your favorite things and say they're also my favorite things. Okay. What is good about turquoise? Are you like a water Pokemon? I mean, it's like a, like a, sometimes like a minty or like a, I don't know. Do you want me to show you the water bottle? Like my phone? Yeah. Like I like that color. Uh, No, I think like a greenish, like an aqua. Yeah, sort of like an aqua. Oh, aqua's more. Oh, never knew blue. that. I... I can't. I'm offended. Well, you would have failed this challenge. Um, and then. What's my favorite color? I don't know. Shit. I don't really have a favorite color. It like your favorite color is literally like psychedelic tie dye glitter. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, if I I would have probably gotten you something in like glitter color. Yeah. Exactly. Something like multicolored. Yeah. Well, you do like yellow, kind of, because of your phone. I like yellow. I really liked my old phone, and I like this phone too. Um, and then the la- he got me like this murder game, like a murder mystery. Well, that's game. good, Ie, because you really like to play games when you're drinking. Except I do. For- like I'm- Ie has always said that she doesn't like playing Mario games, and recently I got a Switch and I play Mario games when I'm drinking, and she always says. I don't even, I don't like playing Mario games. And then this time it was all about IE playing Mario Kart all the time. And I'm so good at it and I can't wait to beat you someday. IE, I'm literally going to fucking smash you into the ground in Mario Kart. No, you aren't. I'm sure. And the thing is, I'm sure once you're with okay, me, I don't you'll be drinking he- more I don't want to hear about like the level. I don't want to hear anything about the level. And oh, this is this thing. Like, just look out. Just get ready. I like, I like have shortcuts. Well, I used to on the old ones. I don't really have them on the switch ones, but I used to. I don't think they accept shortcuts anymore. Yes, they do. Um, wow, that's yeah, exciting, so that- though. And any did any did you get any good messages on any dating app? Like, hey, girl. Like, the day. Like, 
Um, well, th- thanks to Kushdrum, um, there was some really drunk texts exchanged um, specifically about um, Sour Patch Kids. I'm just pulling up my phone now to like bring those sexually up. sexually about Sour Patch Kids? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this guy was – or he was like, oh, like, what are you up to for Valentine's Week? I'm like, oh, I'm visiting my friend – in dc blah 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 and then um and then i was like what are you up to valentine's day weekend and he was like on valentine's day i'm probably just gonna chill at home and eat candy alone and then kush this was kush typing after he's like your weekend sounds fun let me know what you end up doing with your friends and then um you shouldn't be eating candy alone i love sour patch kids and other gummies what's your favorite candy we can eat them together next weekend what and then oh he, my god! I any I should not have let him take my phone. Any sour and then he goes. Any no. sour gummies are the key to my heart. Every time I fly, I pack a I pack of sour gummy worms and just snack on them all day. I usually eat them all before the plane takes off. And then this was Kush's response. Like seven hours later, I love sour gummies. They're my favorite oh candies. Haha! <laughs> you and I have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> This is your this is why it's truly the blind leading the dumb with you and Kush. That is like such a, a weird, awkward exchange. Oh, What's it was your favorite horrible. Type of gummies? And then I responded to him the next day. I was like, Well, if you haven't figured it out by now, I really like sour gummies and also truly lemonades <laughs> with a laugh emoji. Did you so say like sorry my friend was sending dumb messages? No, I just owned up to it because I'm sure I would have said something just as dumb myself. So what's the difference? <laughs> um, I truly am learning so many things about you today. I I did not know that you liked turquoise and I didn't know that you liked Sour Patch Kids. Wow, Kev, maybe you just don't give me enough opportunities to talk about myself. Do you like like the little worms? Yes, like the trolley gummies gummy worms was it like your favorite day of school when they had like dirt (laughs) worms and dirt yeah like oreo Oreo, crushed oreos and a worm what would you have said my favorite candy was like none because you literally are a health freak these days like i would say you don't even like candy any day you would pick salty over sweet you're correct, yeah. I do like chocolate sometimes. Like if you were like, give me a candy, I'd give you like a uh, like a hot dog. Like there, have fun <laughs> with that. That'd be great. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's that. Um, and then I was also dealing with that other guy um, R. Who, that we were, huh? Starts with an R. No, no, no. No, we're not going to oh. talk about that. But, um, oh, the other guy who was, we were like fighting about Firefly Lane. Yeah, what happened with him? Oh, he's an ass. Also, he literally attended Allegheny College. Mm. Um, but he's, but he's 34. Um, and he, I don't know, he's just like really like rude, um, and like brings everything back to himself. And he, was like um he was like i ended up doing something completely different with my life than when i studied at allegheny how about you and then i was just like 
oh yeah, like blah blah. blah. I was a psych major, like went to grad school for something <laughs> else. Blah blah. Just like, blah. and then he didn't even acknowledge any of what I said and just goes, I did bio, but went and got my MBA. Now I do project finance work. So like great. Like does anybody give a shit? Like shut up. Oh, and then this other thing I was, um, he asked like what my favorite drink was maybe, or no, he was like, do you like wine beer or cocktail so I like answered and I was like what about you like he'll like answer a question and then he's like done um and then he was like uh, oh he was talking about this bar and he was like they have my favorite cocktail called the Sazerac which I remembered from New Orleans oh, because that's like where it New originated Orleans. yeah and I was like I was like, oh, wow, I'm going to sound so cool. And I was like, oh, nice. Have you been to that bar in New Orleans where – and I was going to like pretend that I've been there even though I haven't. <laughs> but um, the he was like – bar, you might have gone – I mean, we might have honestly maybe. gone there. We, who would who would know with us? I don't know. There? I was like, have you been to that bar in New Orleans? And he was like, I haven't, but that's where the drink is from. I'm just like – Like, bitch. Like, why else would I have brought it up? Like, okay. Also, Cesaracs are fucking disgusting. <laughs> They're literally like so He was bad. just trying to – he probably assumed, like, I didn't know what that was. So, So, what anyway. was the issue with Firefly Lane? Well, I said – he was like, anything new on your binge list? I recently finished Cobra Kai Season 3. Cool. <laughs> 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 and I, then I was like how do you do you have like um the good rod or like whatever is like the upgraded rod when you're fishing you know like you're really oh, reeling like, in some real quality fish in here literally like the real winners of Pittsburgh magic carp um, I was like I was like hmm the last thing I binged was Firefly Lane like probably not the best choice but I assumed he wouldn't know what it was I was like, it was kind of dramatic, but good. And and then he was like, haha, I saw it. Fun fact, Seattle and Washington State don't have any fireflies or any creature that lights up. The whole show is a fraud. I lived out there for a couple of years and asked people <laughs> where the lightning bugs were, and no one had any clue what I was talking about. So I looked it up, and they don't live out past the Rockies. And I was just like, Can you imagine being with somebody in a city and them being like, where are the the lightning bugs? Like, I don't even notice (laughs) if they're here or not. I was like, (laughs) oh, wow. Like, wow, I feel so betrayed. (laughs) And then I was like, I really did like the show, though. are there fireflies in the show? Oh, yeah. That's like the street that they lived on was called Firefly Lane. And then there's like a bunch of fire. So I guess it was like kind of inaccurate. And then he was like, haha, well, it's definitely a show for women. I'm like, why'd you watch it oh, then? Okay. Unmatch with this guy. Oh, that's well, why seriously, I seriously like, though. He does well, then I didn't, like kind of a weirdo. Oh, I didn't even respond to that. And then he was like, that's when he He's brought up the Allegheny. Thing. This is this is what he looks. He's like not bad looking, but he's like kind of an ass everybody who went to allegheny is gay now he's like starting to look worse what's his name oh actually no names yeah no uh, names. oh okay yeah i would say Hold he's on. gay 
you think? I'm going to need to have closer inspection on those photos, but He's I like, don't know any straight guy who sat down and was like, I'm going to watch Firefly Lane with Catherine Heigl. <laughs> yeah. And then Maybe I'm going to tell somebody about flag. it. And not only am I going to tell somebody about it, I'm going to mansplain some weird aspect of the show. Like, if anything, I would like, be like, oh, even, I watched like, Firefly Lane notice. because I'm like out of other things to watch or whatever. I'm literally going to like report him. And then the last thing he's, and then after he said he got his MBA, then he was like, how do you like living in Oakmont? I think it's such a super cute town. Oh, there you go. I guess. Super cute town. Uh, I think that Allegheny College needs to have a class that's called like how not to be an asshole. I absolutely should have like enrolled in every semester of it, but I just feel like. (laughs) The people there are just like so high and mighty and they actually turn out to be like really rude people. I don't think you're a rude person. I can be. In general. <laughs> yeah, if you you could, but I, I would don't never think, talk like... to a stranger like that, but I'm sure this guy probably has no. issues. Anyway, so yeah, things at are some point really don't you well. feel like the dating apps are kind of like a reality competition show, I.e. You know what, Kev? I think so. <laughs> did you see what I did there? I think that's what they, I think that's what they call a segue. <laughs> Somebody, right? I didn't know about this, but I did do one of these tours in DC and it's called a segue tour. Today everybody, we are talking really about some of our tour? favorite No, but I would do a segue tour, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Um, today we're going to talk about some. We're going to some... be talking about reality competition shows. Nice. And <laughs> the biggest reality competition <laughs> show that we are all in is the competition of who understands what Taylor Swift is doing with her life. Um, we are Sorry, all in that competition. And yep. we are not going to be millionaires. So we're going to first, because this is by popular fan support, we're talking about this. We are not dedicating the whole uh, episode to this, but we would like some healthy debate between IE and I about what's happening in the world of Taylor Swift. Get out your boxing gloves because it's about, about to, to we're about to duke it out. All right. <laughs> Taylor Swift. All right, Kev. So Taylor Swift's oh oh my gosh I go ahead do what? you want to talk first? Nope, you go for it. Taylor Swift's love story re-recording revs up streamers. Taylor Swift's love story Taylor's version garnered 5.8 million in on-demand streams, audio and video combined, in the U.S. on its day of release, February 12th, according to data. On February 11th, Swift announced that she had re-recorded her 2008 album Fearless as Fearless, Taylor's version, and that the updated lead single, Love Story, Taylor's version, would be unveiled on Thursday, February 11th. Fearless became Swift's number one album on the Billboard 200, while Love Story was her uh, second Billboard Top 110 hit. Since then, Swift has tallied seven more number one albums and 27 more Top 10 100 hits. Meanwhile, the original version of Love Story logged 672,000 on-demand streams on February 12th. Okay, i.e., that's going to be important to talk about later. On February 11th, it snared 504,000. In the days leading up to February 11th, the original Love Story would normally net between 270 and 325 
thousand daily streams. That's a lot. To put the fe- February 12th streaming figure for Love Story, Taylor's version, into perspective, in the week ending February 4th, there were only 55 songs that logged more streams that week than that week than Lover did than this did in a single day. Um, re-recording of older wow. songs or albums are treated separately from the originals with independent chart histories for each version. Thus, Fearless Taylor's version and Love Story Taylor's version will chart separately from Swift's original 2008 recordings of the albums and song, respectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that makes forward. sense. So how are you feeling about the whole situation, i.e.? You know what, Kev? As I feel about most things, I'm feeling pretty indifferent about it. Uh, Overall. Do you need me to I won't bring say... back your original quote? Yeah, please. I would love to hear it again. Friday morning. So I was up at 1 a.m. listening to Love Story. Then in the morning, I listened to Love Story again. It was so good. Just like I really liked the new vibe of the whole song. And then I get up to IE at 8 a.m. just ready to. She woke up and chose violence that day and said. (laughs) Well, you you texted me at at 1 a.m. and you were like, it's so good. I said it's pretty good was my and then I, I said it's pretty good. Oh, I listened to okay. it. I I was expecting something different, but that's not but then I remembered there's a larger role to all of this and she's not putting out mm-hmm. a remix. She's just literally re-recording the song so that she can own it. So I as, you know, mm-hmm. I was expecting maybe a little bit of an upgrade or, you know, a song, a lyric change or something, but there was none of that. So that's interesting and fine. But I think that's how it works. You have to literally re-record it as it was recorded. I think that it sounds crisp and uh, it sounds very well produced. Like all of the music in the background and the background vocals and everything is really good. And I said, I honestly don't care about who owns the song. Like, why would I go and listen to this new version if I could just listen to the old version? It sounds pretty half-assed. And um, uh, (laughs) I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's I think you you summarized it well. Um and I think I would still say pretty much the same exact thing today. <laughs> if we're being honest. Why? Um I mean, it's this it's literally the same thing, but like I feel like she wasn't try- like she was just singing it, you know? I think everything maybe she, about Maybe she was is- like perfect. maybe she was like, trying really hard back then because she was like just getting started and she's like it's a love story baby just say yes and now she's right. like she's singing it in like the tune of cardigan no i don't think it's in the tune of cardigan i don't think that's true at all it's definitely okay. like she as a 31 I mean, tone, year old person tone. went Oh, the tone of Cardigan. What do you mean? Like kind of sad? Just her voice. I don't know. I guess, I mean, I do, like she obviously like, oh shoot, my laptop's going to die. She definitely has like a more mature voice. Yes. Her her voice Um, and everything about the whole production. I can talk if you want to go and get your charger. The whole production just seems so well orchestrated now. She's done this so many times. She like totally knows every single like note to hit. And I honestly, I mean, if you, I, part of me was like, can she 
actually sing these songs like she sang them 11 oh how many years ago was it 13 well, years did. ago oh, it was 2008 and she did i mean are do you are you saying that she didn't sound like that i don't think she sounded anything like it she lost her twang yeah but wouldn't you say that that's better I mean, I, but if she's trying so hard to like re record, like, then it should sound like I should be able to put them next to each other and not notice a single difference. Well, what would be the point of that? I, if it's the exact same song released again, this is like, it's her version. It's just a little bit different. Also, we don't know what was going on in 2008 with the, you know, record label and their influence over how she was recording that song. And so, this is like a Kesha situation. Yeah, for her to be 100% in control of how it sounds, maybe that's how she always wanted it to sound. But they were like, no, you're in country. You need a twang. Like, you need to, like, Mm -hmm. sound a little more banjo-y. And now she's, like, in her own. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a perfect – it wasn't, like, lover, overly poppy. And it wasn't a folklore, like, folky. And it wasn't really 1989, like, classic pop. And it wasn't even red. It was truly like something on its own. And I just it's think it's a really beautiful song. Taylor's version. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not disagreeing. Like, it's a good song. I just like, I don't find myself being overly excited about these re-record. Like, I'll be excited. I'm curious to see like what her like songs from Walt Disney's Frozen Underground Vault are going to be. Like, that's interesting <laughs> to me. But like, I'm not. I don't know. I guess I wasn't running to listen to Love Story before, so I'm not really running to listen to it now. It's a good song. Like, it's a fine song, but... um... Well, that's the difference because... And it is kind of funny. um, When I was a little disappointed in Folklore and Evermore, and I've come around to them a little bit, but really when I need some Taylor Swift, I go and listen to the Fearless album. Like, even a few weeks ago... See, I'm like not... I'm not like a fan because I haven't... I'm not saying I'm not... I'm not saying I don't like it. I just have never, like, I wasn't, like, a Taylor Swift fan, like, when that album was out. Like, I knew a couple of the songs, but I, like, haven't heard the whole thing. Like, I have her other albums. Well, that's why so, like, I we texted were... you and I was like, go ahead. <laughs> like, we were, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Um, sorry. No, I truly lost uh, it. <laughs> I texted you the other day and I said, I'm being so dramatic these days because I walk around listening to Fearless, the Fearless album. Like I literally just like, and I still do it. I literally went on a run today and I like put on the Fearless album. I just really like that album. I mm-hmm. like where she was in that. And it's so upbeat and so dramatic and just like, like tell me why is on that and you're not sorry. And like 15, all of those like crazy songs are on there. And the the album was like very critically acclaimed. It's like one that she won a lot of awards for. So I enjoy listening to that. So when she said, oh, I'm going to re-release like a new version, that's all I want to hear, honestly. I don't think I like as much to hear her new songs. I want her to go back and do her old stuff. Now, what you said before we got on this recording was a good point that are we literally going to be like celebrating her 40th birthday with like a reputation re-record? Like, where is, when does this end? Like, are we going to do this for all of it? And also, why didn't we start with the Taylor Swift self-titled album? Why, why did she skip the first album and go, excuse me, straight to the second? Do we think she's not going to do her self-titled album? 
Well, she technically doesn't. I mean, she can do whatever she wants, right? She could do. I don't know. the The other thing that people I f- think don't always ad- appreciate is Taylor Swift might be doing this for herself, but in history, she is doing this for every artist that comes after her that was bamboozled by producers and a contract when they were fifteen. So in the future. People will say, oh, you know what? I'm in this terrible contract too. I'm going to leave this contract, re-record my songs and own all of that like I like Taylor Swift did. She's just like setting a precedent for something to happen because this thing with the masters happens to so many people. They won't even let them sell them, whatever. Now she has paved an avenue for artists to do this by themselves. That That's fair. I get it. I think she's annoying about it for sure, (laughs) but you know, that's an, I guess, you know, as an artist, especially for someone like her who like writes her own music, like it's not like, you know, someone like, I don't know who's an artist that probably doesn't write their own music. I don't know. Lady Gaga. Um, But I mean, she really like her, her music, like she's a songwriter. Like, well, that's what people say. Like, she's not always like, she's a good singer she's not like the strongest singer but she like her thing is her songwriting and that's what she she really sells so like that's i understand why she would want to own it like i don't think you know we needed all of the notes app screenshots posted over and over but (laughs) she got what she wanted i guess and if that's how you want to pave the way pave it away sister so. You know, I do think that from a PR perspective, though, she is going to have to find some sort of other way to release all of these. Like, it really can't be like, oh, I'm releasing uh, Sparks Fly now. Oh, I'm releasing uh, 19, like Red now. Like, it's going to, she's going to have to do something to stay in the limelight or else people are just going to be like, oh, my God, another fucking Taylor Swift well, recording. Especially, like, be- I mean, and it, especially in this past year, like, that's all, sh- like, we're kind of over the surprise trend because that's what she's right. been doing this entire past year. Like, the, oh, point. I guess this one she didn't she didn't drop a whole album the next day, but it's definitely been a lot of like her like stupid announcements. I also hate that she announced it on Good Morning America. Like, if you're trying what to a promote strange yourself, thing to do. I guess she has. I don't know where that partnership is coming from. So that was kind of an odd choice. Um, and now they're like. Obviously, from my amazing news source TikTok, like I keep seeing things like, oh, maybe like July 9th will be Speak Now, I think. Is that the next album? Speak Now. Um, uh, After th- Fearless. Oh, yeah. Wait. Yeah, I, it is. I, was, I thought it was literally Sparked Fly, but is that not an album? Speak Now. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fly so they're saying that. Now. They're saying that that will be when I'm pretty sure like the April not like that goes along with like the timing of the last one. So she's definitely on this like weird schedule. I mean, I guess now's the time for her to be doing this. Like she's not on tour. I'm definitely very confused about what her next tour is going to be. Like, is it just going to be like a full on like singing songs from greatest every album, like a greatest hit? It could be. Yeah. I mean, better than just a purely folklore tour she like i still want to like i was gonna say she cannot go she cannot go and like 
sit on a stage and sing um like uh ri- my tears ricochet like happy like that is just not something you do for a crowd yeah like, no it was just like do, a very I would different say she like... would slow it down and maybe do one of those songs but not like as a whole concert mm-hmm. no but people love those like i think people would want that like a bony Vare well concert. then they can go and listen to the we'll long studio sessions literally Ugh. um I'm honestly like really happy about this. I really like those songs. Um, I'm so excited for the 1989 re-record. Like I just love all of those songs. And it gives us a reason okay, to that's go gonna back be and like to, revisit. That's going to be around like my 37th birthday. So you're going to have to wait a little while. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, how long could it take? She already wrote all the songs. They already have well, all the notes. Like, like they the literally more, just have to do the it more again. recent albums too. Like I feel like it's not going to be all that hard. Like I feel like it probably was a little challenging for her. I mean, she was like three years old during Fearless, so like she really had to True. like rewind it back a little bit. Um, yeah. So yeah, well, I'm speaking still, of I'm still... being okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Finished. I was just going to say, in conclusion, I'm still indifferent about it and don't really care if she's happy or not, but I'll listen <laughs> to it. Now, you don't care like if Scooter Braun makes money off of your love story stream or if Taylor Swift does? No, not really. I'm just paying Spotify like I usually do. I listen to this person or this person. I'm not, I'm not cutting the checks so i'm just gonna keep well, doing that's what why I'm doing i did think time. it was interesting that love story got a bump up in streamings when she released her album like when she released her song it also increased the one the love story ones well, yeah because so. i think people were going back and comparing yeah so that was naturally i mean sh- i'm sure it'll start to fade i'm sure they kind of accounted for an uptick in that but i'm sure it'll start to go back Big, who is not a fan of Taylor Swift, um, was saying that if he was Scooter Braun, he would literally sell all of her masters to Kanye West. (laughs) I would too. (laughs) It's like pick, literally like pick the person who she hates even more and like strike a deal. Did you see that um, people think that, oh, here we go. um, People think that she that one song where she says i got hit uh yes i got your letter yes i'm doing better better than people think mm-hmm. that that's because kim Closure. K sent her a letter oh she needs to stop referencing that storyline like mm-hmm. we're done like i'm sorry that affected you so much but we need to get over it honestly if i were scooter Braun and i kept having to see her talk about her new re-recordings and talk all the time like if i went on twitter and every day was fucking taylor swift i would want such vengeance against her like i would want to do literally everything in my power to make her unhappy for sure (laughs) i think that maybe um scooter braun should also like sign a deal with kim k to like re-record her song um jam turn it up (laughs) Like we're doing the Kim Kardashian West re-recordings. 
I don't know. That might I really be a wish that Paris Hilton would re-record "Stars Are Blind" for her 40th Maybe birthday and her engagement to that guy. She's today. like, she's killing it today. She's really doing it all. Um, she, her on TikTok is just so cringeworthy. Like, and her with her JoJo Siwa collaboration. Yeah, she's pretty cringy overall. But you know what? If I were Paris Hilton, we, you know, I'd probably be doing cringy things too. Um, my other, my, my next segue was going to be, um, you know, who else is three and is trying to be a singer is Ms. Claudia Conway on her American Idol date this week. So let's get into our best reality competition shows. So I think we only 36 minutes into the episode. I think our consensus is that reality television shows are like so cringy sometimes, but um are very entertaining and you like some of them i don't really i've never really followed any of them but i appreciate the grandeur Mm -hmm. and the like the um let me see like the history historicity amanda gorman used that in hillary clinton's um podcast yesterday so i'm gonna use historicity yeah i guess she went to harvard so i guess it's a word um oh i'm sure it's through my vocabulary the best reality competition series. This is by Ranker. The number one best ranked best reality competition show is Survivor. Premiered in 2000. Wow. It's a reality competition game show. And one of our per- people that I wish would be on this podcast, Kushner Miftari, is a big Survivor fan. So um, I don't know why all His of a sudden he's a big Survivor not participating. fan. Um, but he is he loves it he literally he literally has merch he has like a bunch of stuff so he's ready to be the sole survivor and he will be is it still on Mm -hmm. it's like the longest running like reality competition show ever wow so okay so number two is the challenge i don't know what that is it's mtv Number three is The Amazing Race. Uh, Have that's you watched also that? Show, the Amazing Race. I could never get in. I could never get into The Amazing Race. I don't really like care. It it always seemed like too much of a situation. It was it was always cool because they like traveled all over. Like it was cool to see, but it like it just always like lost my interest. Number four is Big Brother with host Julie Chen. Um, I still don't really even understand like what Big Brother is. Like they're all just in a house and they vote on each other. There's not like any. So point Big to Brother, it. I literally always explain Big Brother is that it's like Survivor, but like in a house, and like there's a cash prize at the end, and like you have to form alliances with other people, and they have competitions, and then like at the end of every week they like evict someone. So what? Like why do they evict someone? Because they don't like them. Yeah, like you get people, you try to like get people out that you think are a threat to win. Like you try to get like your enemies out of the house if you don't, like if someone's not in your alliance, like you're going to vote someone else out who you think is like doing a good job and could be a threat to you winning. (laughs) But Um, it's all based on like what? Just like being a person? Yeah, like Like it's literally how you interact with others. The show is just like, the drama of these people like being locked away from the outside world for like a whole summer. So that's like 
part of it. So it's like a lot of different is people. A, and, like, do they go to a nice place? Is it a nice house? Yeah, it's really cool. Like, it's a, it's basically just like a film. It's like a studio set, like in LA. That's the house, and they use like the same set every year, and then they just like renovate it, and then there's like a backyard in the middle. Oh, because this past year it was like this whole story that like people were like screaming things over like and and they could like hear people outside so oh really because they know mm-hmm. where the set is mm-hmm. what what yeah. were they screaming like i forget you. i don't know if it had anything to do with like trump or something like i don't know because it because oh. they still did it this past year like during the pandemic i thought that was another interesting to point thing to point out like in the context of all these reality shows like a lot of them have still been going on like we'll talk about the bachelor later but they just like they made a whole big deal about how like all of these people have been tested or whatever and it's like is it really necessary to have this reality show and like bring oh, all of these absolutely people not and around the, the country the american together. idol the american idol premiere it literally they acted like covid wasn't even a thing they not, mm-hmm. nobody was in masks they were all just like doing it and I guess like they all get away with that by being like distanced from each other. But it's just like you're on a national television show. Like you, I, I right. understand not that you don't, you shouldn't like the whole focus shouldn't be on that, but you should acknowledge it and say something about it. And like, maybe if you're a judge, you can still wear a mask and, and like talk through it. Exactly. And it's like, if you're just like, sitting there and clearly like if you're bring you're bringing all of these people in like they usually bring like a parent or something with them like there's no way that they're actually like screening all of these people no. so anyway sorry big we talked about number four then there's a lot of like um food shows that i don't think that you and i like watch very often but they're pretty um like uh you know, successful. Number five is Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay. Number six is American Ninja Warrior. Number seven is The Face Off with Mackenzie Westmore. Number eight is Ink Master. Number nine is Chopped. Number 10 is Project Runway with Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum. Number 11 is RuPaul's oh, Drag Race. I used to watch that in like high school. So was I've Project Runway, that, I always it. get them like mixed up. The, the like the runway and the like i always thought that was the project runway is like a project runway is a fashion designer show is that the one um there's a leslie nope parks and rec scene where he goes where she goes there's always time to say it in a tim gunn voice designers like that's like mm-hmm. he has like a, the challenges yeah. for the designers yep so what they like the every week they'll have like a you're supposed to design this and then they have like they have to like go out and get fabric and then they like make a piece and then there's like models like the judging at the end like they have models who wear their clothes and then they like all come out and then the judges like pick who is eliminated what was the show with um that woman who died and an osborne and they would like make fun Fashion of people's police? Thank you. Yep. I always got Fashion Police and Project Runway mixed oh, up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fashion Police was just like a segment on E! that they would have like after award shows and stuff. Oh, okay. So not exactly a reality mm-hmm. competition. No, show. it's not a competition um, show, but they would always just like bash everybody's outfits. 
I know that uh, a few of our listeners, including Mr. Andrew Bean, are not going to be um, happy with this, but like, I don't get it. I don't get RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, I don't. It's just like not a I've reality honest- show that I would watch. I've honestly never watched it, but. I see so many TikToks of it. Like, it's all over TikTok. There's, like, all these little... And, like, people really get into it. It's honestly, like, Housewives-ish because there's so much, like, drama in between the people and you have to know the names and the seasons and, like, oh, and I feel like things. I feel like if we started watching now, like, we would be, like, way too behind. Like, we wouldn't get any of the references. And I know this is a very unpopular opinion, but, like... I don't understand why lip syncing is like a a thing, like a competition. Like we can all lip sync. Like what is? Well, I think like, it's more about like the overall like performance of it, because that's yeah. like what drag shows are. Right, but like uh, what I'm saying is like why is that? So, like I've been seeing this big TikTok trend that's like. Uh, what's a thing in sports that you know what's a moment in sports that really took your breath away or like that you couldn't believe and everybody's like using uh, like RuPaul's Drag Race clips and I think that's hilarious but it's just like they really just like lip sync to a song yeah yeah I don't know I don't really I don't get it either I don't know why that would be a competition show necessarily well, if anybody That's needs all. to rebuttal, not, you could go. We're not out here to offend anybody. Yeah, social media channels and hit us back. Number 12 is The Voice with Adam Levine and Blake Shelton. Number 13 is I think the voice is. Model. I think The Voice is good. It's had like, a good run. Uh, I love The Voice because Josh And I love American Sex Top Model. Yeah, he hasn't always been. But I used to watch the earlier seasons and it was pretty good. I think it's cool because they like, actually get um, like really talented in? people on it. I think so, yeah. Back in the day, like text two o two two. I used to do. To I like... used to do that for American Idol too. Really? Like vote for Clay Aiken. Did you vote for Kelly Clarkson? I don't think I watched <laughs> first. Se- I don't think I watched the first season. You would have um, been like really young, wasn't it? On in like two thousand. Oh, something? I was. I was, yeah, I was like a small child. I'd have to use like our home phone and like call. <laughs> <laughs> like, dad, the line's busy. You like America's Next Top Model, don't you, I? Oh my God, absolutely obsessed with America's Next Top Model. It's like such a problematic show when you look back at it now, um, but it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, re- like, watch every season back when they were on and then rewatch them like a year and a half ago incredible experience recommend to every single person that I know but just go in it with the lens that it was done in the early 2000s I would say not that that makes anything right but yeah that the one like challenge where they had to be other races that's always on TikTok is just like how did anybody let Tyra Banks get away with that what are you talking like the blackface thing the one I, there, there was like a challenge where it was like you're all going to be different races, and she yeah. was like, "Oh, this person is like a white person. This person is like Indian. It's this so, whatever. it's so cringy. I can't. I like all of her producers said that's okay, and like her right. as like a black woman thought that that was okay. Like I don't, I don't know. And there's just like certain things that they like say about the mo- Like it's just 
there were no there was no editing like at all which i mean is kind of interesting because there always is that like editing in reality shows to like make it more i don't know applicable and for america's next top model it really felt like they didn't like they just showed you what modeling was like and it's really problematic but like that is the kind of cool part about the reality i feel like there's kind of a facade now of like making a little bit more glamorized Mm -hmm. now but america's next top model just showed you that being a model fucking sucks like people are mean to you yeah it's like pretty raw they're like yeah i think they definitely like prepare you for the modeling world i mean they like judge people like literally the people on the show that they say are like plus size or like very skinny like it's very but i guess that's how at least at that point that's how the modeling world was and i think it's probably still like that when well, people love, I mean, remember Rebecca, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Like there's those clips that of like people being so mean, but the people love to like, I love to sit on my couch and fucking watch somebody be mean to somebody else. Oh, but like, also that's good. TV. Tiffany, Tiffany was being, Tiffany deserved it. She was being such a sore loser. So did you watch she that? Did, episode she deserved to get time? screamed at. I think I did. Yeah. Wow. I've never been the okay, same. So number 14 is Top Chef, then the Great British British Bake Off. I think that's a big one. Um, <laughs> number 16 thought. is Who Done It. Number 17 is The Circle. I think this was such a cool Ooh, show. Oh, yeah. Um, number 18 is Fear Factor. Number 19 is Cupcake Wars. Number 20 is Iron Chef. Number 21 is Cake Boss. There's so many fucking. Did you watch ones. Fear? Did you watch Fear Factor as a kid? No. <laughs> it was great did you mm-hmm. they would uh, have to do these like crazy competitions and like eat this like really disgusting stuff that's so gross i see i don't that nothing about that makes me like appeal to like watch and they would have to like lay in like a coffin of like tarantulas and stuff Ugh. um i'll just skip down to some of the other ones that we know number 27 is who wants to be a millionaire Number 30 is Dancing with the Stars. Um, I think we'll just stop there because there's just so many of these competition shows. Um, and, the biggest so, loser. and I feel like they pick so many like random topics for things and they like make a show oh, about it. Songland. What was Songland about again? Like writing a song? I, have, I don't even know. Oh, maybe. Uh are you smarter than um, a fifth grader minute to win it um floor is lava and then way down on at number 64 is american idol yikes oh yikes well that's because it sucks about, now but um dancing with the stars and then i want that to get into the masked singer and the masked dancer because we know through our Wendy Williams episode and you should go back and watch that listen to that episode that I definitely am not a huge fan of the masked shows but like I also don't mm-hmm. even understand like dancing competition shows in at all like it, with the dancing with the stars thing they have like a pro that they literally dance with like I don't know it's not I don't I've, find it like I've that. honestly I've never I've never watched dancing with the stars before but I always thought it was dumb. And it's always like ballroom dancing, which I don't think is yes. like that fun to watch. No. And well, the whole like appeal of it is like, oh, who are they going to like? It's interesting to like see who they pick for a certain season. It's like, oh, ha, ha, they're having 
this person. But I think like the actual premise of the sh- like it's pretty boring to watch because they're never really that good. Like the one person right is good, and then they have this other person that they're just like carrying along. So not really my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the mass singer, which you love. I just love it because it's so outrageous. I don't know. It's not like a good quality show. I just think it's kind of funny. And I think that the people that they pick to be on it are kind of funny. And they like over the, I mean, the first season, like they didn't have very many recognizable people, but now they're like starting to get more popular people. Like they had like Raven and people like that. Um. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of who I thought it was. Oh, maybe it was Raven that I was like, wow, that's so crazy that Raven was on The Masked Singer. Yeah, like they're starting to get like higher profile people and it's like super secret, like who is in it and like they keep it like really under lock and then they have these outrageous costumes and then every week like Loops, they, per- they perform and they're like, um, and they're like, um, they give clues every week or whatever, and they auto tune the people while they're singing. So you really can't tell that it's necessary. Like, you can kind of hear like the tone of their, like, you can at least tell, usually tell if it's like a man or a woman. But other than that, like, it's really hard to tell anything else. Um, but yeah, I think it's funny. Well, I'm glad that they're having a successful show. I don't think I will ever be tuning in, but what you know, it's okay. whatever. No, it's- now I don't. I think we're going too far with the masked dancer. I'm not here. For I the yeah, dancer. I completely agree with you there. I don't know how you would ever. I mean, if you're not hearing that their voice very much, right? It's like how can you like t- unless it's like a people are doing like a very distinct like dance move but like if they're just random celebrities like they're not gonna have that so they'll have to be like very based on um, this person's calves i feel like it's yeah um, which you like can't even see their body you can't even see their body because they're in these huge costumes so it's like so weird stupid yeah that i agree with Um, you on that was my next segue into ms the the conway family so mm-hmm. this is a page six article from today, and they're saying that they're going to focus off of Claudia Conway after they've gotten some backlash since a few days ago. ABC is in crisis mode and considering taking the spotlight off of Claudia Conway after her appearance on American Idol was branded as exploitative because it appeared to capitalize on her serious struggles with her mom, Kelly and Conway. For months, Claudia, 16, has been documenting her volatile relationship with her mother, a former White House advisor to President Donald Trump. Things got so bad that the cops got involved last month after Claudia accused Kellyanne of leaking a nude picture of her, though later she recanted the allegation. This weekend, Claudia appeared on the talent show with her ne- with the network putting her front and center and featuring her in promos for the show. Kellyanne even appeared on the show via video to offer her encouragement. Critics have claimed that the show is using the Conway strife to boost ratings, while a Variety article likened the appearance to malpractice and says that what is jarringly wrong about this is the degree to which a child at the center of a dispute that has bled into the public view is being asked to launder the reputations of two adults, Kellyanne and her controversial political husband, George, who should know better. Oh, now an insider tells the network is tells us that the network is quote, rethinking how they are going to position Claudia and Kellyanne for promotion 
They were big on putting Claudia in all the promos, but now they are thinking not putting as much focus on that to not be as big of a deal, uh, not as big of a deal of her being on the show. And then it goes into The Bachelor also. So ABC is really coming under fire for this. I did watch the show, and what I have to say is nothing about Kelly Ann or Claudia Conway. My entire opinion was about how ridiculous Katy Perry is on that show. How ridiculous she looks, how ridiculous she talks, how ridiculous she is as a human being in general. So that's all I have to say about American Idol. Who are the other judges? Lionel Richie and I tried to tell you the other night it's some country person but I forget who it is uh I wanted to say Dirk Bentley um who <laughs> are the American Idol judges but Lionel Richie is like old he's like in his 70s and um he's he I thought he doesn't was say dead, anything honestly. oh it's Luke Bryan excuse okay. me oh pontoon <laughs> might um, as well be that guy who said the n-word from snl oh my god fucking morgan wallen Ugh. um well he'd and get a really lot of publicity was, it did kind of feel very exploitative and you never know when they were when they filmed all of this and when it's actually being shown now so like did they film it and claudia's like all happy with her mom and now then that thing happened and now she's not happy and now this is like airing it's all just like very complicated and of course they wanted to seem like very happy and she sang when you we were young by adele it's just like it was so mm -hmm. much for american idol well that's what we were we were talking about this the other day like we were wondering what i mean obviously there's some kind of like pr trying to get good press component to her even being on it so it's like mm -hmm. at what point did they decide you know that american idol should be the thing to do and why why american idol for some like because american idol is pretty irrelevant for a gen zer you know what i like her that and her friends clearly someone in the republican party oh for sure like let's Kelly get her on american idol like that seems like something to fucking idiot something yeah. to do yeah it just like it doesn't really make any like i don't think it's really making a good business case so i don't know if they're trying to like make her seem better to like the old like conservative people that watch American Idol still like I don't I don't know who the targeted audience was for that but my other thing with American Idol is like it's so awkward because Claudia came on she like told her whole sob story like I've I w had to move to the White House basically when I was 12 years old in DC like been through all these things and then she sings, and she wasn't bad. Honestly, she was pretty good for a 16-year-old person. Mm -hmm. like, she was pretty good. And it's just like, what happens if they just reject her? Like, I would be so pissed at, like, the American Idol franchise if they just, like, rejected her. But they can't accept everybody. Oh, right, and then are so they going to, like, sue American these, Idol? Like, they throw in these, like, fillers of, like, people that obviously aren't going to keep going. So it's just, like, all fake. And she did get a ticket to Hollywood, but I do think mm -hmm. that's just because she, like, is good promotion for the show. Like, I don't think that she actually is, like... Oh, really for, that's singer. the only reason she's even on there. They probably already know who the winner of the whole show is. <laughs> like, Kelly Clarkson's, right now. like, unborn fetus. <laughs> Literally. Also, Justin Guarini. Whole... <laughs> also... Talking about the whole re-recordings for Taylor Swift and American Idol, there is some like terrible contract situation with American Idol, right? They like own all of your albums. They like 
really take advantage of whoever actually does win for a long oh, time. Really? Yeah, like they owned a few of Kelly Clarkson's like first albums. American Idol owns those. Like, oh, okay. That's the deal you. They like were still like affiliated into. with it. And um, well, that's I mean a, that makes sense because like younger artists are just trying to get in. So, right. but it's like in Taylor Swift's. <laughs> they like, don't know right? how to. That's what Taylor Swift contracts. thought too when she was in when she was sixteen. Like, oh, I might. This is the only contract I'm probably ever going to get. She didn't know what was going to happen ten years from now. The other thing, the other crazy thing that Katy Perry said was like, oh, Claudia, we're not looking for a TikTok star. We're looking for an American Idol. And it's like in 2021, it is much more financially um, stable to be a TikTok star than it is to be the American Idol. Like, You're going to make like 50 billion times more money from TikTok. <laughs> like she probably already is. Like I can't imagine how much money she's already making from TikTok. And it's probably not going in her own pocket, sadly. It's probably yeah, going to sad. the RNC. <laughs> um, so um. the last reality competition show that we are going to touch on now that we're an hour in, sorry, everybody, is The Bachelor. <laughs> and of course, our unpopular opinion is that The Bachelor is literally like the dumbest show that has ever existed. Um. And I cannot believe that it has the following that it has. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the controversy that they've been in this season, which I mean, we could go a lot farther back and talk about how dumb it was a couple seasons ago, but we'll get into this season especially. So the controversy began with Rachel Kirk Kirk Connell, which for anybody who has that last name, you don't think you're a racist if your last name is Kirk Connell. Like, I'm sorry, you're done. Um, She's 24 years old. She's a front runner on James's season of The Bachelor. She was called out for old social media posts which showed her dressed in Native American attire and costume and attending an antebellum plantation-themed college party in 2018. She has since apologized. Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's just like there's like no time for the apology here. And it was only like a couple years ago, right? 2018. Right. Okay. So the host, uh, Chris Harrison went on addressed the situation last Tuesday during an extra interview with Rachel Lindsay, who became the franchise's first black lead on The Bachelorette in 2017. During their 14-minute unedited conversation, Harrison said people should have, quote, a little grace, a little understanding, a little compassion in the wake of the resurfaced photos and questioned the, quote, lens of 2021 compared to 2018. Oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> Um, following the outcry online, Harrison issued a statement on Wednesday apologizing for, quote, wrongly speaking in a manner that perpetuates racism. But the during the Friday episode of the Higher Learning podcast, uh, Rachel Lindsay publicly criticized Harrison into question for his remarks and said she plans on leaving the franchise once her contract is up. Several stars from the show have spoken out in, to express their support for Rachel Lindsay, commending her for her poise during the interview. Um, and... Chris Harrison announced this weekend that he will be stepping aside from the Bachelor franchise for an undetermined, quote, period of time, leaving fans wondering who will take over the longtime host duties for the remainder of the currently airing season because, you know, things are going on right now. Um, So this is all in the way. (laughs) Do you have any comment on that or can I just keep going? You can keep going. Sorry. 
This is all in the wake of 36 current Bachelor contestants condemning, quote, any defense of racism in a joint statement that they released last week. All but one Bachelor contestant from the current season of the show have posted a joint statement denouncing that, quote, any defense of racism. 36 out of 37 contestants share the same message on social media, including the 10 still vying for lead Matt James's heart after host Chris Harrison defended the racist actions of frontrunner Rachel Kirkconnell. Quote, we are deeply disappointed and want so to make it So that's the only clear. one who didn't. She's you the only what? one that didn't post anything. No, I think um I think she did post it. Oh, so who do we know who the one that didn't post it was? I do not uh, I actually I don't know, but it says this photo is from Rachel Kirkconnell's um Instagram. So the the statement says, um, we are the women of Bachelor season 25. 25 women who identify as BIPOC were cast in, on this historic season that was meant to represent change. We are deeply disappointed and want to make it clear that we denounce any defense of racism. Any defense of racist behavior denies the lived and continued experiences of BIPOC um, individuals, these ind- experiences are not to be exploited or tokenized. Rachel Lindsay continues to advocate for with grace for individuals who identify as BOPOC within this franchise. Just because she is speaking the loudest doesn't mean she is alone. We stand with her, we hear her, and we advocate for change alongside her. So that was interesting because that was the same woman who did the interview. She was the 2017 Bachelorette. Rachel Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard um, of her. So, uh, yeah, he, uh, the, the host, Chris Harrison said, well, the picture is from 2018 at an old South antebellum party. It's not a good look. Um, is it not a good look in 2018 or is it not a good look in 2021? Um, it's like, there shouldn't be a difference between, three years like, like that's so ridiculous in an old south antebellum party no matter what i just think that, what school honestly, was that at? i don't even know that statement also to me is just like very bland like we denounce any defense of racism like what like what does mm-hmm. that even mean it's just all very like shallow and generic and they're just like Especially because so much of this kind of stuff has been happening in the media because, you know, these things are being dug up and it's like becoming, you know, a more vocal issue for people, which it should have been like a long time ago. But but it's also forcing like big shows like this to they think that that's all they have to do is like release this very generic statement and they check that box and then they're like good to go. Well, but they're not actually like just changing like, anything. Well, I was just going to say that. Like, what is next? You know, like, what is, you know, they cast a bunch of, you know, women of color on this show. That's great. But, like, in the end, the white girl, Kirk Connell, is, like, still the front runner. Like, I don't. Oh, yeah, that's like, the thing. It's, like, just because you're, like, throwing a bunch of people in, like, doesn't, like, that's an easy thing to do. Like, well, and that's why I'm I sure there are plenty they're feeling, like, tokenized. Right. Oh, that's the thing. I'm sure like I'm sure there's plenty of people who want to be on The Bachelor, but I feel like if I like 
after this, like if I were a woman of color, that would be the last show that I would want to go on because you're, I mean, they exactly. are just being tokenized. <laughs> I, like you're... I just literally heard you being on The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> you thought like, about what it? What would you talk to this guy about on TV? No, I just thought about it when you talked, when you were just said that. Oh, can like, what do you think it would it... be like? You would be like so silent. I would be so. Can you imagine being on TV all the time and being like, "Hi, like I'm Lizzie." Like (laughs) (laughs) that'd be so uncomfortable. I'm from Pittsburgh. Oh my god! I'm a marketing coordinator. (laughs) Also, don't they not let them drink or something, or they only let them drink? Or I forget which one. Like, there's so many rules. I'm pretty sure. I think they drink. Have you ever seen? Have you ever watched an episode of The Bachelor? No, I've only seen like clips on TikTok. Clips of it, yeah. It's honestly pretty boring. I've like tried. I'm like, oh, is well, this something that I should I'm like? I'm always so surprised that it's three hours long. It's like, what can they possibly do well, for three thing. hours? It's like, I feel like it's on like multiple nights per week, and it's on for like so long, and it's just like the same thing over and over. Like, cool, you want to date this guy? Like, okay. Also, we should have all known because none of the people from The Bachelor actually stayed together. It's always like a year later and they're like, oh, we're breaking up. Like, okay, great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, I feel like none of them are a success story. They're always like very problematic. And I hate that like these people still get press like years later. It's like, oh, so-and-so and and -and so-and-so are having a baby. Like these People are getting divorced three now. of The Bachelor, yeah. It's like, you're not a celebrity. That's like talking about someone who got eliminated the first week in American Idol season four. Like, nobody cares. <laughs> um, um, the yeah. last thing I want to say is, did you see Kourtney Kardashian's um, Instagram? I sure did. There's just a lot to vomit about there, don't you think? I want to put her on The Bachelor, like, or on The Bachelorette. Like, she just needs some help in the dating department, I think. She just needs to get back with, like, her and Scott need to just, like, get their shit together and just, like, be together. Like, he needs to stop dating, like, 10-year-olds. And she needs to, like, just, I don't know, just, like, be with the father of your children. Sorry. I don't think that for everybody, but if if she wasn't going to be with Scott, like at least be with somebody that elevates you a little bit. Like Kim was only with Kanye because he elevated her. Like, yeah, I feel like she's not. I feel like she doesn't like want to be elevated. Like she's like, yeah, I'll just take Poosh and Travis. Like Blink 182 and fucking Poosh. What does Blink 182 sing? Did they sing that blue song? I'm blue. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> At least be like Chloe and go for athletes because they're rich, like, and they have jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, what is someone from Blink One Eighty Two doing in twenty twenty one? I don't. Are they like they're not on tour? Maybe they're doing a secret session. <laughs> Long Pond. Long Pond Studio Sessions. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe they're re-recording their albums. Featuring Blink-182. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, uh, you want to close us out here? 
I would be beyond delighted, Kev. Thank you so much to everyone for tuning into another episode of That's the Worst. Um, we're always here to offer our unpopular opinions as always. Um, be sure to check us out on all of our lovely social media accounts um, at That's the Worst Pod on Instagram and at That's the Worst underscore on Twitter. And be sure to check us out for our next episode. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We are Kevin IE, and that was literally the worst. Uh-